the Dove and Dragon Radio. I'm your host, Emma Wieschak. I'm here with one of our Treant Press's very own, Sherry Chapman. Welcome. Hi, how are you? I can't be better. We just published a brand new book, which is yours, which we're here to discuss. It's called Killer Revisited. Yeah, I'm really, really excited about it. And um, I just can't wait to get it out there in front of people. I mean, it's already there. We have it ready for our wonderful audience. And, you know, tell us a little bit about the book. I mean, I I love it. It's not, you know, it's not 600 pages long, but it's a wonderful story. (laughs) Yeah, it's a little bit shorter of a novel. I mean, it's under 100,000. It's about 60, a little less maybe um, after... (laughs) many edits, (laughs) but I started it. It was um, originally going to be part of an anthology about uh, reincarnation and it just uh, took off on me. So I decided to make it into a novel, but it's about um, a clone that the army has made super soldiers and they want to make them right now. They're kind of operated by um, hand controlled devices and they want to make them self-sufficient. So they hire a um, psychologist who has studied, who has done lots of experiments Mm -hmm. and they hire him to figure out how to capture someone's soul once they're deceased. And the best way to do that they found was to put him in a prison and to uh, view death row inmates. And so they figure out how to put a death row inmate soul into a super soldier that's been cloned. And uh, the experiment goes a little off. <laughs> of course. I yeah, mean, but... you have scientific experiments. So we have Dr. Dreckel, Mr. High going on. <laughs> For we sure. Have armies taking over the experiment. So now we have um, Total Recall or um, Terminator going on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just branching off into well-known things that were merging all together in this one very awesome book. Yeah. And I kind of, um, I'm all over the place in it because um, again, like I said, it was a short story and my editor is like, put this in and put that in and we need backstory here. So it kind of, um, I, I jump around in time quite a bit and I jump around a little bit in perspective. So you're, you're in the murderer's mind, the cloned guy, you see him come alive because when he first um, is cloned, he only knows to take orders from the army because they put him in a soldier body thinking, you know, this guy's been trained, uh, you know, his mindset is very disciplined. He's going to mind whatever order we Mm -hmm. give him. And then slowly as he's, um, he's an assassin and as he's assassinating, the murderer kind of sparks memories in his brain and they have a pill that basically makes him invincible. So if he takes the pill, it kind of heals his body and it's healing his mind. And so he kind of flashes back to who he was before he was uh, executed as a murderer. And he's starting to, you know, uh, remember. And anyway, it's, it's, uh, I've heard that it's very unique. (laughs) As your publisher can tell you, it's very unique. I would have to measure around like six or seven different movie titles to even get to a genre. So it, <laughs> going through this and going 
okay, is this a crime novel? Is this a thriller? Is this exactly, you know, I, I was struggling too. I'm like, I don't even know what genre this is because we're inventing a genre at this point. Because <laughs> fantasy, yeah. science fiction, crime, drama, thriller, suspense. I, we're just creating. Oh, Terry. Yeah. 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 I, we're I just mesh it all together and create a Treepreneur uh, genre. <laughs> well, and you know, I, I like to be not sewn into one genre as a writer, but I didn't realize I was creating my own genre as a book. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it happens. I mean, we have our, we go as a writer and we don't, we get stuck in one genre and that's all we write. We, we know Stephen King yes. does this very well. He writes one genre and he does it very well. Then we have you that have the science, uh, science, or not science, uh, historical romance, and now you're creating a new genre. And then we have another book that will be out later this year sometime, which is another genre altogether. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got uh, more different genres coming. So um, I I just I um, I don't. I don't want to say I never get bored, but I, I find myself more passionate about writing if I can change it up a little bit. And so I love my historical romance. I still plan to write one more, but right now in my mind are all these other stories that are begging to come out. So I want to get them out first and then go back and write more unless, you know, if other things happen, then I'll prioritize that. But um, I have some shapeshifter stories that I want to come out. Um, it's it's exciting. I've got a horror story that, you know, it's predatory evil that's not out as a, a long book yet, but I have a lot of short stories I wanna work on, but I was super excited about this one and I'm glad it's finally out there. It's very yeah. exciting. I, I just hope my followers who are, historical romance will give another genre a chance for me <laughs> well, it's not that and if it's not but their cup of tea maybe they know a reader right will like a meshed up a uh, new genre that doesn't have a actual designation yet <laughs> <laughs> for sure it's definitely a thriller but um and i think a lot um of what i tried to do with this book yeah. was you know, you have this horrible murderer who mm -hmm. is not savable. You know, he, right. the society has deemed him as not savable. He's going to be executed. But then he has a conversation with a reverend when he's on death row and he starts contemplating life. And he remembers this guy when he comes mm -hmm. back. And, you know, he wanted to change and not murder people as a murderer, but he couldn't, he couldn't do it. And then right. You know, this this cure our pill started really helping him. And so throughout the book, even though it is kind of a it's semi horror, it's a little bit of a horror story, but more military detective. I don't know, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's we you made a genre in your book. I don't know where this genre is going to go. <laughs> uh, Amazon only allows two picks and then you have you know, other ones that have like six or seven, I'm like, it fits in so many genres, help me. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if, uh, I mean, it's a little gory, but not bad. I mean, I try to edit out, you know, you, you can think of how bad it is, but I don't describe it <laughs> super in detail. Um, 
but you know it is about these detectives trying to figure out what is going on and uh, so it is a little bit of a detective story mm -hmm. you get the whole story of the person of the first experiment what his life was like but it's just uh I'm, I'm excited to see how it's received i hope it's received well mm -hmm. so far i've had good reviews on it um I, everyone that's read it so far of course there are people that like my writing um, have said great things about it. So mm -hmm. I, I hope that it's well received and I hope everyone enjoys it. Right. And if you get a hold of Trayant Press, we have our copies available through ebook. So if you have an ebook and you would like to do an ARC review, let us know. I mean, we're yes. easy as a publisher to get a hold of. And a lot of publishers um, do this. If you actually talk to the publisher or their author, We'll send you an ebook just to review it. Yeah, I'm excited about that. I've been trying to send out a few um, ebooks to my publicist has been reaching out to people on LinkedIn and that's how I got my first review. And so, um, yeah, if, if you want a, a free copy for a, a review in return, that would be amazing to help mm -hmm. me get out there and get us uh, publicized and word of mouth and Tell all of the people if you like it, um, you know, hey, this is a great read. Right. So, we yeah. count, as authors, we count on you, the reader, to tell us how we're doing. That's what a review is. You could be five word sentence. We like it because fill in the blank. Or you can do a five page paragraph on, you know, <laughs> you have one or two very prolific reviewers to do this <laughs> yeah i mean that's how people know whether it's good or not because a lot of times what i do i'm a big audible person i love to listen to audible and i usually really look for the ones that are four four and a half stars and up because i know that the narrator on top of the story is going to make a good combination so i mean if you think about it, our, the ratings is really what helps our books and us as authors get out there and word of mouth and sharing your thoughts and opinions really helps. So right. that is great. I mean, you can buy, buy it on Walmart. You can buy it on Barnes and Nobles. You can go, actually go onto trainpress.com and buy a copy. We have everything there yeah. for you. Yep, and, and my next release, um, like like Melissa said, is very different. It is a story about human trafficking. Um, it is um, mildly abusive. I mean, if you were the girl, you wouldn't think it was mild, but there's no uh, sexual anything in it. It's all just uh, she was taken from her parents. She misses her parents, and she's taught to be a, a cook and housemaid slave, basically. And it's just her path back to a reunion with her family. But it is completely different from the other stories that I've written. So that again started off as an anthology that just took off. Exactly. We have how many times have we done anthologies? We start off with a we're told twenty thousand words. Well, the story doesn't do twenty thousand words. We have to go up and beyond because that's how we see it as an author. Yeah, I mean, I 
really only intended a short story, but again, you know, I have all these people are like, Hey, I'd like to know about this person in the story. What happened to them? Or, Hey, do they ever meet up again later on in their lives? I'd like to know about that. So you kind of have to keep writing. <laughs> I, do. I mean, it, it just, and it's fun beyond, especially again, when we get a arc review or a first draft review, mm -hmm. we get our readers. It's just like, Hey, we need to know about this, this, and this that's what we do i mean it, it's wonderful and i as your publisher i love creating new genres <laughs> I, I can't i, can I no really didn't mean to create a new genre but that it, it just happened but it, did. it was fun it's fun though we create mesh up genres that's how we got science fantasy and or science fiction and we get you know all these different genres to start it out as fiction or nonfiction. How many genres, when you actually look for books, do you really have? You have 300 or so. I agree. And I struggle sometimes when something does cross over into another thing, which one do you call it? It's, it's hard to figure out, you know, mm -hmm. like which one does it fit into the most, which I do think suspense um, maybe like, probably military suspense. I don't know. I don't know. Cause it did have the detectives in it too, quite a bit. Right. They were it the main had, character. It has a little bit of everything in it and it's so wonderful. And we're Thank just you. creating a genre. It fits into like six or seven different ones, but Hey, why not? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I really had fun with it and I appreciate you interviewing me today to maybe get us some, uh, exposure so people know it's out there mm -hmm. always always trying to get our authors as much exposure as possible not only for in-house but other authors as well yes and you do a great job that's very nice because what is this radio show for anyways it's for authors to promote your book <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah i agree I'm very thankful you're an author that comes on here and actually discusses your book rather than me trying to discuss the book and have it a one-sided conversation. Right, I agree. And um, for people who aren't familiar with me, I can talk a little bit about my other books since please. we still have some time. Yes, please. The Passion series seems to be, right now it's my oldest book that's been out there and it is, um, well, actually... Yeah, I think it was, it's one of the first books I published, but it's, um, again, it was one of my first ones. So uh, there are some things I've learned to write better in the meantime, but um, it's, I think people really enjoy it. I switch perspectives a lot between, there's a, a war chief who um, is fascinated with the blonde woman. It's the first time white settlers have moved into his territory and he kind of saves her from someone and takes takes her back to his village and she thinks he, she's just healing and she's going to return to her people but it's her learning about a new culture a new language and of course there's the romance between her and the chief mm -hmm. and so um there's it, a, it's not made for children no it's 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 not super explicit but there are some scenes that are not appropriate for children it does have violence in it um but it's, it was really a fun write too. And, and I found a lot of people really have enjoyed it. I've, I'm almost up to 
50 reviews um, on Amazon, I think. And I'm excited about that. So again, review, review, if you like it, especially. Right. But, um, okay. What people don't understand is with small press publishers, reviews on Amazon, you have to have X amount of reviews before they promote your book. Right. Well, how do you get these reviews? Because if you pay for them, doesn't Amazon kicks a lot of them off? Yep, they sure um, do. Um, if you know the reviewer because you're friends on Facebook, they kick it off. It's very hard to get reviews because they think if someone knows you, they're just giving you a, a fake positive review. Yeah. But, you know, how are you supposed to get them? I mean, most of the time, the people you know are the ones who read it first. Right. And I mean, they either don't leave a review, especially if they don't like it or they leave a good one and then Amazon kicks it back. It's not right, but it's it, an algorithm it that we need to get past. You know, I would love to have the marketplace be more reviewer friendly because honestly, I have how many people following me on Facebook? If any of those people who follow me on Facebook write a review, I can guarantee at least 80% will be kicked up because they're following me on Facebook. Yeah, it's and, and how are you supposed to, what are you supposed to do if you like somebody, you follow them? Right. I mean, that's what I do with my favorite authors. I get on there and I follow them or TikTok videos of things I like, I follow them. You know, mm -hmm. that's how you that's how you get more of their stuff. So that's doesn't make sense to me, but. It, it doesn't make sense to me either. I'm a publisher and an author and doesn't make sense. So. I don't know how to fix it, but well, I know how to fix it. Be called make a new marketplace. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. But at the same time, how do we get the people that buy on Amazon to go to a new marketplace? Right. So exactly. it's 50 50, but you know, it is what it is. We have in the passion series, three wonderful books out by you. With, uh, yeah, the first book is a full novel. It is uh, probably about 100,000 words, maybe a little more. The second book is a continuation. She actually, um, kind of a spoiler uh, alert, but she does marry the chief and then she's off on another adventure. Mm -hmm. um, and again, it, it, it's uh, a lot of tribal customs and things like that. She meets a new tribe and has to learn things again. Yeah, but it is different from the first book. And then the third book is a little um, novelette or novella uh, about how uh, Chief Spirit Bear rose to power. Most of the time, Indian chiefs aren't chiefs so young. And it kind of tells about how he achieved this status where um, it's highly abnormal for that to happen. So right. and again, that was an anthology turned into a story. But um, and then I have one other book but go ahead did did you have well not only that the rising into power actually came when we started the, going into speaking to native americans that are native american today and tribes of you know how do they normally do this back then we didn't is all part of the research problem oh yes yes and and there's nothing better than authentic you know, people to talk to. I, I loved it. And I've, I've had a lot of reviews say um, they can tell I did a lot of research. They can tell it's pretty accurate. I mean, it's not, of course, some of the stuff I made up because a lot of 
Indian customs are very private. Mm -hmm. And so I had to research and then add with my imagination some of the things. So when I have been told that it's pretty accurate, I'm like, wow, I, that's awesome. I, I want to do them justice because I highly admire the culture and the people they were so and still are today but you know it was way different back then than mm -hmm. it is today it is i mean if you go to the native american culture today on any of the reservations it's completely different from what it was in the time period mm -hmm. you were depicting in your novels right it, it's yes. been watered down and changed over the years decades so we have lost things but at the same time created something new. Yes, yes. And then my last book that I have is a young adult, which I know there's a new term out there called new adult adult, and I'm not really sure what's different between young adult and new adult. Young adult, those from 14 to 18, new adult is 18 to 25. Okay, okay, I gotcha. So it's still a young adult, but I like young adults. So I think young adult is any age really, but yeah. I targeted for high school age kids. And it's, um, I was a teacher in Ozark, Missouri, and that's actually where I made the setting of the book. I taught high functioning special ed kids who would go on to um, hold down jobs. Maybe um, I have a couple that are teachers now. Um, some of them went to trade school. So I did the ones that were a little bit more higher functioning and, but they didn't like to read. So I thought, well, I, I would like to create a story that maybe would interest them since it was in our hometown. And it's about a girl who's psychic and a I watch a lot of murder shows, I'm sorry, but she bumps into a murderer in the mall and um, he kind of stalks her and she has to outthink him because nobody believes her that this guy's trying to kill her because she has no proof. Mm -hmm. And so it's just a, a, it's a shorter story. You know, you can sit down and read it in a day, but um, I got some of the kids interested in it and they really liked it. And so I thought, well, I might as well try to publish this one too and so I like um, supernatural and psychic and that mm -hmm. kind of feel to books I mean, too does so like those those things yeah. I mean, uh -huh. so yeah we have a lot of books coming out by Sherry very soon in short order I can't give you dates because one I don't have my calendar in front of me and two there's still a lot of work to be done on Oh yes. Oh yes. All the, the, I've got a vampire one coming out. I've got a shapeshifters of the Bermuda triangle coming out. Um, yeah, there's, there's some things I'm working on, but it yeah. takes time. And as you know, we authors have other things that we do during the day. <laughs> yeah. You have your puppies and your goats and your, Oh yes. You know, family stuff. So we have all that going on as you know, authors, and then we have to sit down and write good thing is you are retired so it does give you a little bit more time to write <laughs> oh yes very much more than i did i don't know how i did it before sleep deprivation but um yeah i'm excited for the the new com company you know taking off and becoming bigger and you know i i'm excited for all of our authors and you know how we can rise up and become go from small to big from good to great you know all of that would be just excited to be along for the ride right and where can our 
readers and our listeners find you? Well, of course, you can go to Tree and Press. I should have an author link there. Mm-hmm. Um, my website, oh my word, it's a long one. It's a Wix website, author Sherry Chapman, but it probably has my email in it, which is prayer paw puppies, because um, it was more expensive to buy your own um, domain and I hadn't done that yet. So it is, um, you can find me Sherry Chapman, but if it brings up prayer paw puppies as the author, no, that's me too, because that's my other business that I do as I raise Pomeranians. And, um, that's what I live on besides my retirement pension, which as you know, is not usually the greatest when you're retired. So <laughs> I mean, we see in your little puppy behind you walking around laying down there. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's she's the queen of the, everywhere. <laughs> she, oh. We always have that one queen puppy. Yes, oh. I think so. But all your links, your Facebook, your Twitter, all your social links can be found on Trent Press's website. Yes, and I'll make sure that... Um, I'm sure that it is, but I'll double check that too. So that when someone goes there, they can see. And very shortly, then all the links to all the books will be there as well. But for all of our readers and our listeners, happy reading.